You are listening to the Today I Found Out podcast, where each weekday we provide an interesting story that is going to feed your brain. You can read more great articles like this by going to todayifoundout.com. This is episode number 197 of the Daily Knowledge Podcast from todayifoundout.com, and in the episode today, you're going to learn why people say cheese when a photograph is taken. And then later on in the episode, we're going to learn a bit more about where smiling in photographs actually came from, because as we all know, the Victorians didn't really do much smiling in their photos. And in the bonus fact today, we're going to look at George Washington and why he wasn't actually smiling in his photographs. Let's just get started with today's show. Say cheese! This simple command is meant to elicit a smile from potential photography subjects, no matter what their age. It has become so commonplace that the word say is often no longer uttered. A simple cheese smile spreads across anyone's face, and with a click of a button, that smile is captured for eternity. No one can say for sure who coined the phrase say cheese for use in getting people to smile, nor can we say with 100% certainty why that particular phrase was chosen as the smile spreader. The leading theory, however, as to the why of say cheese is that the ch sound causes one to position the teeth just so, and the e sound parts their lips, forming something close to a smile. The phrase appears to have been first used this way around the 1940s, with one of the earliest references appearing in the Big Spring Herald in 1943. Now here's something worth knowing. It's a formula for smiling when you have your picture taken. It comes from Ambassador Joseph E. Davies and is guaranteed to make you look pleasant no matter what you're thinking. Mr. Davies disclosed the formula while having his picture taken on the set of his Mission to Moscow. It's simple. Just say cheese. It's an automatic smile. I learned that from a politician, Mr. Davies chuckled. An astute politician, a very great politician. But, of course, I can't tell you who he was. It's thought that the politician he was referring to was none other than Franklin D. Roosevelt, who Ambassador Davies served under. So did President Roosevelt himself come up with the phrase or simply learn it from someone else? Nobody knows, but soon after, saying cheese became a common phrase for people to utter when trying to get people to smile in photographs. You wouldn't have to worry so much about this cheesiness in the Victorian era, 1837-1901. During this period, etiquette and beauty standards were much different than they are today. In Victorian times, a small, tightly controlled mouth was considered beautiful. In fact, photographers during this era elicited the desired portrait expression by having their subjects say prunes. Smiles during this time were only typically captured on children, peasants, and drunks. One of the most common culprits blamed for the neutral expressions on subjects during the Victorian era is the long exposure time for photographs to be taken. To understand where this reasoning comes from and why it is likely incorrect, you need a very brief history of photography. The creation of permanent images began with Thomas Wedgwood in 1790, but the earliest known camera image belongs to French inventor Joseph Nicephore Nieps in 1826. The photograph is entitled View from the Window at Le Gras. It is historically said to have required eight hours of exposure time, but in reality it could have taken as long as a few days. An exposure time of this length was obviously not conductive to capturing images of people, so the quest to do so continued. In 1839, Louis Daguerre introduced a new form of photography, daguerreotype, where a positive of the image was developed directly on the photographic plate. This did not allow for reproduction of shots taken, but it did cut down on exposure time significantly. 
Daguerreotypes remained extremely popular until the 1860s. From 1839 to 1845, exposure time for daguerreotypes was about 60 to 90 seconds, which was a long time to remain motionless and hold a smile, but not impossible. By 1845, exposure time on daguerreotypes was cut to only a few seconds. The majority of pictures we see are daguerreotypes taken after 1845, thus eliminating the blame for the lack of pearly whites shown by our ancestors of the Victorian era on long exposure time. Speaking of pearly whites, the next most common reason cited for people not smiling in photographs in the Victorian era is blamed on dental hygiene. The most common cure for sick teeth during this time was to pull them out. There were no caps or other fixes to make chipped or broken teeth look more aesthetically pleasing, so perhaps the reason tightly controlled mouths were considered more beautiful than beaming smiles in the Victorian era was in part due to dental hygiene. Keep in mind, too, that daguerreotypes were expensive. The rich were more likely to be photographed than the poor, and even then, most families were only photographed on special occasions, perhaps only even once in a lifetime. The majority of these photographs were taken in a professional photography studio. There was nothing casual about photos taken then, and the etiquette for formal occasions at the time was to act prim and proper. What was socially acceptable in photography during the Victorian era mirrored the beauty and etiquette standards of the times. You wouldn't want to pay all that money and have the one time you're photographed in your lifetime showing you smiling like a drunkard. Fast forward to 1888. This is the year that George Eastman founded Kodak, a company most widely known for its production of photographic films. Kodak changed the face of photography in more ways than one. Kodak brought photography to the masses and to all occasions, ranging from super casual to superbly formal. The company introduced its first pocket camera at a cost of $5, $135 today, the Pocket Kodak, in 1895. It was the introduction of Kodak's $1 brownie camera in 1900, however, that changed the world of photography forever. The brownie camera was intended to be so inexpensive and so simple to use that anyone could take a picture. In fact, the Kodak slogan at the time was, You push the button, we do the rest. Capturing everyday moments was now a reality, and more and more smiles were captured. With the invention of film also came the movie industry. Although the majority of films made before 1930 were silent, everyday moments and facial expressions were reproduced on the big screen for all to see. Movie stars of that era were captured in photographs with smiles. As we know, the media and Hollywood have a huge influence on social etiquette and beauty standards. As more and more celebrities were captured on film smiling, the smile became more socially accepted as beautiful and an acceptable thing to do in photographs. And now for today's bonus fact. George Washington is one of those who had incredibly bad teeth, and by his inauguration in 1789, he only had one natural tooth remaining. This would have hardly been a dignified look in his presidential portrait had he chosen to smile. Despite what you may have heard, though, he did not have wooden dentures. You just listened to an episode of the Today I Found Out Daily podcast. Tune in every weekday for another great episode, or find more articles at todayifoundout.com.